Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is the replaced empath. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I'm back in my cabin and we're still working on the running water. I'm still working on, um, you know, clearing out stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm going to be tossing including the nightmare fuel that was the refrigerator. Bad things happen when power goes out for a month. And, um, you know, it's still that settling in kind of feeling. It's almost like a slightly surreal feeling. But it did feel good to take a walk back where, you know, Sam and I would take our morning walks every morning, which is about a two-mile round trip. But it was so nice. And, it was so cool being back in, you know, in nature and back up here, even though, you know, walking along, you could see places where the fire had been. You could see how close it had gotten to our homes and um, the containment is this is Monday. So they're expecting full containment on Wednesday, but they still don't have an idea as to when the, the actual fire will be completely out. So, um, you know, we just manage it till then, but I have my camera back. I have, you know, my space back. I've got my backing back and it is, like I said, it still feels a little bit surreal. I mean, it was, it was odd leaving and then to come back and, you know, there's just a lot of stuff, a lot of things going on, a lot of, a lot of things going on inside me. I mean, it's been, it's been quite an emotional experience and, you know, I have had a few bouts of crying, you know, just, and not even knowing why it just, it feels like it's a lot. And for those of you who have been through something like this, where, you know, it was just your entire world gets turned upside down. And, and I mean, I, I was very lucky that I had a home to come back to and that, you know, because a lot of people didn't. And so there's that bit of survivor's guilt that is involved. And as I've looked at the damaged areas and seen you know, those who have lost everything, the remains of, you know, people who have just lost their whole homes. It It is a very difficult thing. And it's especially difficult for an empath. And I have worked for a lot of years to be able to, you know, bring empathy into a place of choice, bring empathy into a place of control. And that's what I've talked about. And that's what I've wanted to be able to share. And this is almost beyond anything that I've normally been tested as an empath. You know, there's the idea of the damage to the land and the empathic connection I have to that, especially here. And this has been traumatizing. And also, you know, the connection that I have with the people who are, you know, who are my friends and, you know, those who have lost everything and, I mean, you just can't be human and not connect to that. And the idea that, you know, I, I just kind of am in this space that I'm not quite fitting into yet. I know I will, 
And I know ultimately I'll find my balance point, but as I'm integrating this experience, it is, it's a lot. And there are moments when it's overwhelming. And really what I wanted to talk about today is when you're in situations that are overwhelming and how to manage that. And when there's a lot going on and you, it's not just about, well, think positive, well, be in gratitude. And, and yes, I am tremendously grateful. And there is still, oh, sorry, <sighs> among the things that I am <laughs> working on doing is being aware of my surroundings and making sure I turned everything that makes noise off. Um, sorry about that. Okay. You stop silence. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, it just feels weird. And those of you who have been through something like this, I said, probably are kind of going, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it's at. And, you know, over this time and, you know, this time that I've been doing YouTube and, you know, that I've been doing the blog talk radio and all of that, it's, I've always felt like I'm not just talking to a camera, that I'm actually talking to you guys and responses that I've gotten have been so kind and, and so sweet. So it's about really me sharing with you, you know, me. And that includes times when it's not so good, when it's stressful, when it's just exhausting. So how do we manage that? How do we, how do we bring that in? and be able to look it in the face and go, okay, this is, this is hard or worst case scenario, God, this is going to suck. And I say that with just, that's just how it feels. And, you know, my saying that life is fun until it isn't and it sucks until it doesn't. And this kind of falls in between the two because it is so cool being back. It is so wonderful, you know, talking to neighbors and seeing people and, and just reconnecting. And at the same time, there is really a lot of emotional and energetic wounding that has gone on. And it's very easy for an empath to get overwhelmed. It's easy for anybody to get overwhelmed. And if there's anything that I want to get across that in this situation is that there is always a solution. It may not be pretty, but there are always options. We can't choose what's given to us and we can choose how we want to react to it and to bring that into a place of being able to manage it. I mean, because at, at first it's just about managing. It is not about enjoying it or, you know, anything like that. It, it starts off with just, okay, I can tread water on this one, you know, and then that's kind of what it feels like at first. It's, it's that treading water and it is about really locking down my empathy to the point where I just can't connect. 
and I don't leave it off all, you know, all the time because it's important for me and it's important for empaths. It's like, yes, when you shut it down completely, which should be a very rare occasion where you take it all the way down to zero. And it takes a lot of years to practice that. I've been able to achieve that where I can have it either at absolute zero or at absolute 10 total connection. So in order for me to deal with healing within myself, I need to separate. So I brought my empathy down, you know, just shut it off and just experienced what I was feeling. Because see, empathy, when you shut off empathy, it doesn't mean that you have, that you're shutting off your connection to your own emotions. It just means that there's nothing else there but your emotions. So I shut it down and I dealt with me. And that was, you know, it's, it's still kind of a little bit emotional for me because I had, you know, I had to make time to just deal with what I am feeling and not have to explain it, not have to justify it because sometimes you just got to deal with your deal with your feels. And so as I work through this process and I'm still working through it, it has really been a very enlightening sort of journey because now it's about integrating the experience I had as opposed to just managing to make it through the experience I had. Now it's about, okay, how does this become a part of me that I will carry on for the rest of my life? And the first thing is to acknowledge how upsetting it was, how hurtful it was. And, you know, I really encourage everybody, don't be afraid to acknowledge how much something affected you. And it may be that others don't understand it. It may be that in their world, what you experienced isn't that big a deal. You know, I know that there are people who would say, well, you know, you still have a house to go back to, you know, what are you complaining about? Or, you know, it's, you know, that comparison thing where you, you know, it's like, well, you know, other people experience more than I did. So that invalidates what I'm feeling. And that's not true ever. I don't care how minor other people might think something is. If it's, if it's upsetting to you, then it's upsetting and that's it. And we need to honor that. We need to not devalue what it is that we're going through, what it is that we're feeling, what it is that we're experiencing, just because, you know, other people might not think it's so much. Well, they don't understand. They don't understand what it means to you. So step one, acknowledge your feelings. Be real in what you feel and allow yourself to experience whatever it is you want to experience regarding that. You know, embrace the fact that you have the right to just be upset or be angry or, or, or not feel grateful for a few minutes. <sighs> once you've experienced it, once you've acknowledged what you feel and it's going to kind of come and go, you know, this is a process. So, you know, sometimes you need to loop back into those feelings. Like I said, there've been times when I just cry and it's mostly just because I'm releasing that energy. So, um, 
you know, once you, you decide, okay, I know what I feel and I honor that I have that now, what in this moment will help me to kind of feel a little bit more balanced? Well, for me, it was going and taking a walk, you know, where, you know, taking Sam for a walk where we used to walk before this happened. And even though I could see signs of the fire, it was still nice being out there and being by myself with him and, you know, just kind of, you know, and, and he had been having a lot of trouble with his arthritis, but he was up for the walk and, you know, just being able to have that quiet, that stillness. And that's important to figure out what it is that will help you. You know, it's not about what will get, get you over it because this is way too early in the game to be talking about getting over anything. You don't have to get over anything right away. And I apologize for the background noises. I've got the doors and windows open because I'm still venting the, um, the air and, and, you know, using fans and stuff, um, (laughs) venting on a lot of different levels, but figure out, okay, what will help me feel good at least or feel balanced for now? What will give me a few seconds of peace? And it may be going for a walk. It may be doing some exercise. It may be going out and, and fixing up the garden and, you know, start getting, doing gardening, getting your hands in something, you know, maybe it's, uh, dancing, maybe it's, you know, doing something that feels normal, doing something that was from the time before the experience. And, you know, and there is a, a, a situation where you aren't able to feel joy from the things that once gave you joy. If you're in that space, please consult a professional. Please uh, talk to somebody about that. That's really, really important. And that's a very important sign that, you know, you may need some extra help. But thinking about things that helped give you peace. For me, it was the walk. I mean, first and foremost. And also I'm, you know, I just started a new, um, modification of my diet to allow me to get into better shape. So I'm bringing my focus into that. I'm creating, you know, in my mind, those goals of what I want to see and what I want to be experiencing, you know, a year from now. And, you know, there's a lot, you know, of people who say be in the moment. And there are times when you don't want to be in the moment because the moment is not a good one. So go to another moment, choose another moment, create another moment, you know, in the future, you know, it's like, well, by this time next year, and I'll, that's usually my opening line for it. I'll go, well, by this time next year, I will be doing this, or I will be, you know, this fit, or I will be wearing these types of clothing, or I will be doing, you know, whatever it is. Choose a moment that is better than this one, that feels more balanced than this one, and visit that. There's a lot of time that is going to pass as this whole, as this thing gets processed for me and as whatever you're going through gets processed for you. Whatever a big change is, and even if it's a good change, you know, there can still be stress associated with it. So... And, you know, when you get caught in it, 
go back to breathing exercises. Remember we talked about breathing. Breathe in for four. Hold for four. And then exhale for eight. So you can change that. Basically just when you inhale and hold, exhale for twice as long. And you do that a couple of times. And what that does is it kind of, it's it's sort of like a bubble bath for your brain. It's it's kind of a, a relaxing moment. And it kind, for me, it just kind of helps take me out of the spiral I might've been headed into to a point where I can have that little eye of the storm, that little gap and that little, you know, that little sense of, okay, that's that, but it's not this moment right now. In this moment, I'm safe. In this moment, I'm okay. In this moment, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in balance. So the idea of finding whatever it is that can help bring you into that balanced place and going for it and embracing it, even if it's just for a few minutes at a time, because after a while, those few minutes will grow. But if you, you know, really are in a place that you find you can't get out of, do not sit on that. Do not hold that to yourself. Um, I usually deal with things. I prefer to deal with things on my own. I prefer to, um, you know, just kind of process things because that's sort of how I work and it's sort of what works for me and whatever works for you is great. And even in, you know, in this situation, I've had moments where it's like, you know, I need to talk to somebody. So, you know, then I'll, I'll choose somebody who I know that for that situation, they're the right person to talk to. Because when you need to talk to somebody, it's not just anybody, you know, this is a special situation and you want to have somebody you can talk to who can be able to hold that. It's like, you know, we have certain friends that are, are, you know, our sports buddies and you've got certain friends who maybe are your video game buddies or your buddies that you go with the movies or, you know, that person that really is good for heart to heart philosophical talks. Well, you know, you're not going to take your movie buddy and talk sports if that's not their thing, if that's not if that's not the thing that they, they're most interested in, they most resonate with. So if you have your buddy that, you know, can usually is the one who you can just sit and have listened to you and who can really hear you and who is not going to try to play, you know, armchair therapist and tell you what you need to do. Somebody who just listens and then will ask you, well, you know, what do you, what would you like to do? What, what do you think would help you? And if the answer is, I don't know, which it might be, then, you know, they might suggest it's like, well, then maybe it might be a good idea for you to speak to a professional. So, you know, not somebody who wants to try to fix you, someone who can listen and give advice gently. So, you know, these are the people who I seek out and these are the people who I, you know, kind of go to when I hit my stuck places, when I hit those points, when it's not working, you know, when, when the mind that created the problem is not where I need to go to resolve it. And I'm blessed to have friends and, and people who I've worked with and people who 
I know that they can hold this so that, you know, I can be able to have those conversations. Um, I remember once I was kind of upset and I was talking to somebody and they actually stopped me and said, okay, um, this is really uncomfortable for me because you're the one I go to when I'm having problems and I can't deal with you not being Dr. Eileen. I can't deal with you not being that person because that person doesn't have problems. That person is always balanced. That person always has the answers. And I appreciated that they were honest with me. And I thought, you know, this kind of sucks. This is, this is not okay. And it was at that point that I realized, okay, there are certain people that, you know, that can't be able to hold that space for me. So I won't try to make them, you know, it's because it just makes it uncomfortable for both of us, but just be sure that you have people that you can talk to. And it is, you know, and it's not like I, you know, it's like, well, you know, I'm not choosing one over another. It's just, I will gauge, okay, who's going through what, you know, if, if it's somebody maybe who I would normally talk to, but I know that they're having a really hard time. Okay. So then I would choose somebody else and, you know, and I wouldn't burden that person with it, but you know, I would still go out and seek help. But for the most part, for me, it just works best for me to be able to kind of work through stuff on my own. And then when I'm ready to involve other people, I do. Um, so, you know, we just have to figure out, okay, what, what will work for me in the next five minutes? What will help restore balance for the next five minutes? And it's amazing how when you can take a tough time five minutes at a time and be able to work your way, you know, baby step your way through it. And then you can take a breath and go, oh, okay, well, that, that episode is, is over and I'm okay. And I can manage this. So when I talk about integration, I'm talking about something that is going to take as long as it takes. There's no, you know, timing this. And yes, sometimes it loops back. Don't feel bad if, you know, you seem to have reached, it's like, you know, the five stages of grief, you know, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. You may have gotten all the way to acceptance and then something will happen and you're right back in anger. That's not bad. That's normal. And if it happens to you, don't worry about it, you know, because that is a very normal thing. And then you just kind of work your way up again. So this is a process that is very organic and it will take as long as it takes. And you've got the time. And if you don't have the time, make the time. So, you know, just work your way through it in whatever way works best for you. Find what works best. And if what somebody suggests is not something that works, you don't have to do it just because they suggested it. It's okay. This is your process. It's not for anyone else to decide. And you know, it, the best of intentions can still make it difficult. So be gentle with yourself, be gentle with the people who are trying to help you and move yourself through it in the way that works right for what's in your mind and your spirit. And do not be afraid to get help when you need it, because that's okay too. And, you know, there's awesome people available 
just reach out, you know, ask other people who've been through hard times, you know, was there someone who you talked to or someone who was helpful for you? If it's your faith, then go with that, you know, really go to your spiritual core, go to whatever it is that connects you to the universe. And believe me, I've, I've gone into a lot of prayer. I was told once that tears are the sincerest form of prayer. And yeah, I've spent some time praying. And yet I feel comforted that I'm not alone. And neither are you. So reach out, get that help. Because once you reach that integration and and you will feel it inside yourself as things start to settle, as, as you know, it starts to kind of reach that balance point. And then once you have, you will be equipped to help others be able to do the same. So this is something, it's, it's sort of like throwing a stone into a lake and the ripples happen. But then eventually the lake becomes very still. But it will always be changed because that stone is in it. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a different thing. So it's okay. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. You know, we're all in this together. And we're going to help one another be okay. And if I can help you in any way, please feel free to reach out. So thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or suggestions, uh, please put them in the comments. And you can reach me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can also reach me through um, my, you can follow me on Twitter. You can reach me at my email. And uh, you can contact me through Discord. I'm on Discord now. And... um, just, it's okay. If you have any questions or if you have a topic in empathy or, you know, any other topic that you'd like me to cover or address, please let me know. And if you'd like to support the channel, if you like this video, please press like. And if you haven't subscribed, then please consider subscribing. That would be really awesome and help out, you know, the channel and help me to grow it. So, Thank you again for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye.